join the fun. It's sexy, deviant, uncensored. Ah, yes. Hello there. We are sexy, deviant, uncensored. We are your host. I am JR. And with me, the self-proclaimed deviant whisperer. We have Mr. X. Uh, if you don't know who Sexy Deviant is, we are a show exploring the kinks and fetishes of today and tomorrow for you to get your rocks off. Uh, so follow us on all social media, SXYDVT. And if you want to join the show, email us or have personal stories that you want to share with us, show at SXYDVT.com. Uh, so today we have an action-packed show. Uh, today we talk about does your size of your nose correspond to your penis size? Uh, my medical condition is my girlfriend's fetish and it's making me uncomfortable. Uh, that's an interesting story for sure. Uh, horny men with secret COVID fetish pay this OnlyFans model about $4,000 a month to cough and sneeze on FaceTime. And Americans admit that they prefer self-pleasure over sex and that's with correspondence to May being National Masturbation Month. Uh, with that, we also have Sexy Time with Mr. X to round it out. We also have Sexy Song of the Week, and that'll be most of the show today, so that'll be a good show today. What so, up? What up, Jay? What up? What up? What up? You doing all right, Mr. X? I'm doing pretty good. Just horny as always. You know how I go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. Uh, I wish I had uh, I wish I wish had your stamina like that. I mean, I, I don't feel like I'm, like, I, you know, I'm sexually driven, but I'm not, like, as sexually charged as you are. Like, you could, you could just, like, on the job of a dime, like, let's go. No, it's just my makeup. I don't know. I was born this way. <laughs> He's like, it's just good <laughs> genetics, yeah. <laughs> uh, so speaking of that, um, I don't know if you heard this. Uh, there's actually been researching uh, that research that's revealed that about thirty percent bigger below, um, if you have a much larger member, that's also correspondence to your nose size. So they say men with big noses, like, uh, for example, singer singer Barry Manilow, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Barry Manilow, wonderful singer, but also has a big nose as well. So they're saying that, the like I said, the larger the the nose, the bigger the, the penis. Who funded this study? I mean, like, how did they come up with that? Did they just go around randomly measuring? men's nose and then measuring their <laughs> junk as well uh well they also uh this is actually a japanese study so you know how japan does uh whenever they do a study i feel like it's fairly legitimate right yeah they got they all got little noses over there <laughs> yeah right they got the tiniest noses ever uh so experts in kyoto japan studied about 126 men those with the nose length about 1.7 inches had an average non-erect penis size of four inches but Men uh, with a nose about 2.1 inches boasted about 5.3 inches in their penis size. And this is erect or flaccid? Uh, this is a non-erect penis, so flaccid. So, so you're telling me Asian men, I have a ruler in hand, has an erect, well, a flaccid penis of 5 inches if their nose is 2 inches yeah, yep, yeah, yeah, that's correct. Two point one inches, yeah, and then they have a five point three uh, inch penis. It. I don't believe but they, it. That's propaganda. Think... <laughs> I don't believe it. <laughs> I don't believe it. You think the Japanese are trying to put themselves ahead? Yeah, come they're like, on now. They're like, look, we got big penises too. Flaccid too, five <laughs> inches. Come 
Yeah, they're, sh they're, they're showers, not growers. Lies. Uh, it's all lies. <laughs> I've, seen, I've seen their porn. Yeah, yeah. I don't believe it. it. <laughs> they're pretty disappointing, for sure. <laughs> uh, so they actually say that the package size actually bears no relation to body shape, weight, or age. And they actually say that, you know, it's reported and previously suggested that with big hands or feet means larger willies, and that's not the case anymore. It's bigger noses means bigger willie size sure they didn't mean centimeters or millimeters yeah right something smaller <laughs> i'm not gonna let them get away with that research that that's that's fake that's fake yeah. news uh so dr hiroshi ligakai uh lik likigayal uh said the study who reported in the J uh, journal journal basic and clinical andrology uh was the first to kind of conduct this study and uh yeah he said that doing this research over time that he just he saw that correlation so yeah he just wanted to lie i, I don't believe him they need to strict him of his credentials strict. <laughs> <laughs> take his medical license away <laughs> who does he work for i need yeah, to right. have a talk with his boss <laughs> are you mad because you have a smaller nose is that what it is no i just don't, <laughs> believe, it. I just don't believe it he's like screw this you're like you got like a small perfect nose but you know <laughs> Yeah. Now, I'm, you know, mine is actually average size, so I feel like I'm pretty average, so yeah. it doesn't really correspond to me. So uh, this guy, um, he's a heterosexual, heterosexual cisgendered male. Uh, what is cisgendered? That means you're born male. You're born and you identify. Okay, heterosexual cisgendered. How come, like, when, when they say cis to me, I feel like that's kind of making like more feminine right or no 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 cis means you're born that way oh okay, okay. yeah you're born mm -hmm. genetically right. born male okay um the thing is though he has hansen's disease but you're probably more familiar with the common name leprosy okay all right uh, i am cured by the world health organization standards and do not actively medicate anymore and my neural damage was minimal but generally my physical health is good However, the psychological and social ramifications of the condition were more wide ranging. So what happened was he was about five years, five years ago diagnosed. And uh, most of his relationships, knowing that going into the relationship, the women that he's dated have known about this situation. Uh, but a lot of the time they would be ending in 24 hours or, um, you know, a lot of the time the women are finding their way out of the relationship because of his medical condition. Okay, mm -hmm. so he recently met a nice woman. Uh, let's call her Jacqueline. Extremely uncommonly, she is not afraid of his medical condition. Uh, recently, she shared a persistent fantasy that she has to him, and that will be having sex with my penis will fall off and stay inside her forever. Oh, she a freak freak. She a freak freak. Oh, <laughs> she's yeah. Like, yeah. She's like, I'm not leaving you. You're going to fall off inside of me. <laughs> you, I'm going I'm to stay with you forever. <laughs> uh, and that's what it is usually with leprosy. I think uh, a lot of your your limbs fall off. Is, is that correct, I think? Well, leprosy is caused by an infection with a bacterium, microbacterium. Um, it mainly affects the skin, eyes, nose, and uh, peripheral nerves. Yeah. Let's see. Let me see what else this, this leprosy will do. Mm. So the thing is, though, he says, needless to say, I find this extremely disturbing. 
And the fetishizing of a condition that has seriously influenced my life is kind of insulting to him. So he doesn't even find that attractive. He just finds that almost insulting to him. And now she's become more vocal and open about it. And he doesn't like it at all. And although I'm not sure I want to break it up with her, I do want to get her stopped, you know, with this thing. However, I'm not sure the best way to bring it up or how to communicate it while still affirming that I still do desire her and want to be with her. So uh, what do you think he should do? I think he should love her and, and be happy that he found somebody who doesn't care what he has and loves him, you know, fully. But you don't think on the opposite end of the spectrum on his behalf, like it's kind of a, I don't, yeah, a little creepy. Uh, it's almost kind of um, teetering on infatuation. Like a fetish? Yeah, I mean, it is a, it, it, technically it is a fetish for her. Yeah, but you know, I, I think he should look past it. I mean, you found somebody who loves you, who accepts it, who's willing to, you know, go to the end with you. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you got to take it or you leave it. So I, I would, for him, I would just say, you know, let it, let it go, let it go, let her love you. If she mm -hmm. come, becomes overboard to where she's just hoping something falls off in her, then yeah. maybe he should, maybe they should go see counseling. Maybe she, mm -hmm. yeah, they should okay. get some counseling. But, you know, it's like the guy who, who liked the amputee, you know, yeah. it's, it's one of those things, you know, it's damned if you do, damned if you don't, mm -hmm. if you, you know, shun it, you're a jerk, you know, you need to be, you're insensitive. And then when you do like it, oh, you're creepy. So yeah. which is it? Yeah. You can't have it both ways almost. Yeah. He should just love her, you know, love her. Let's see where it goes. Yeah, you know what? Uh, I, I'm, for me, and I don't want to sound heartless or insensitive, but I feel like he should just deal with it and actually kind of join in onto that fetish, kind of enhance her, enhance her fetish, so to speak, and 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 kind of play into it. Yeah, play into I, it a little bit. I know you might find it insulting, but like, try it out. Try it out one day and think like, hey. You know what? I do want my penis to fall inside you. No, but it's <laughs> <laughs> true. But I, I think that I think too that I think maybe he needs some counseling because he's not accepting of who he is. So I think it's probably some self hate in there. Yeah, he yeah. Doesn't love himself. He thinks that she can't love him. Mm hmm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, that's true. This is true. So, uh, and then uh, last but not least, I want to read a story uh another story so uh, i am a 51 year old newly out to family and friends a newly single lesbian i haven't dated in 27 years and have only been with two people sexually my ex-husband and a woman the divorce was not amicable and i am not emotionally ready for a relationship but what i'm ready for is sex uh, between COVID and being out of the dating scene for 27 years and being new to the LGBTQ community, um, it's not easy to find string attached partners, or maybe I'm just bad at searching. I've been on a multiple apps, met some women, but most of the ones that I've connected with live thousands of miles away from me. And it seems like everyone else is looking for a soulmate. I'm trying Tinder now, but I'm still struggling to connect with the women I'm interested in. And, you know, the fear of being catfished is constant as well. Um, you know, I'm thinking finding a, you know, professional sex worker could satisfy the horny teenager who has taken over my libido. Um, you know, it might help out a little bit more with her Zen and inability to connect with anybody. 
Uh, but with a professional, I wouldn't be as self-conscious about my body or my inexperience. I wouldn't be shy about asking about health testing. Um, I wouldn't have to answer never any questions, but um, did you know that you're a lesbian until you're older? And whenever you've had not too many partners throughout your lifetime and finding out later on in life that you're a lesbian, um, it's you know like what like what do you do? It's kind of the opposite of the interview that we had, you know, with the woman. Um, she was a lesbian most of her adult life, and then she ended up becoming straight. Um, so this is almost the opposite. She yeah. she was a straight heterosexual male, you know, married, and then now she's a lesbian, but she's in her fifties. And so she how, wants to be a freak, right? She wants to no yeah. strings attached. Yeah, she wants to find no string attached partners, but it's only for women though. Yeah, but I think usually it's gonna be hard for her. It's, it's gonna, gonna be, hard. be yeah, it's gonna be very hard for her because yeah, like I said, she's a little bit older, so if she's trying to find anybody that's around her age, they're gonna want to be in a relationship, right? Yeah, but just in general, lesbians they like commitment, you know, no matter how old they are, you know, starting young, mid midlife, older in their lifetime. Women like they like that companionship. Most lesbians, you know, yeah, they like that, and then. The fact that it's like it's a joke. What does a lesbian bring on a first date? A U-Haul, because <laughs> that's they're quick to move in with each other and say, "Oh, we're in love." And ah, gotcha. They gotcha, met gotcha. two days two days before at a club. So. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, true enough. Um, so for me, I'm thinking that yeah, she should go on kind of like the 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 websites and the apps or whatever and try to find her female soulmate. Not really soulmate, but her female. You know, fuck buddy. Yeah, fuck buddy, sex partner. Um, my thing is though, I think what she's looking for, she's looking in the wrong age bracket. Right? So she's in her fifties, so I guarantee you she's looking at women in their forties, fifties as well. Mm-hmm. Who are also lesbians. I say if you want somebody that's no string attached, that's more open and willing to just have sex with you, look in your look in the twenties. Oh, so you're trying to turn her into a cougar. A little cougar, a little sugar mama, a little sugar what, mama action. Um, question: yeah. Would she technically be considered a cougar since she's going after young girls? Yeah, I would think so, right? There's, I don't know what the term is for that, but there has to be a term. Or okay. a cougar is probably just the term itself. You know, it could be for men and women. Okay, so what's a panther? A panther? Um, I don't know. What is a panther? <laughs> I think, well, a panther may be the male version of a cougar. No. I heard I heard about Sex Panther. What is this? It works works sixty percent of the time, all the time. <laughs> what was that from Anchorman? Yeah, that's the only Panther I know. <laughs> well, I guess we'll consider call her Cougar. But then, but then, you think young, young, young lesbians just one one night stands too i think so i think young lesbians um i feel like women when they're a little younger they they're a little bit more promiscuous i think they're trying to in that party say i'm not saying all of them but most of them or you know some of them um are in that stage to just have fun and not really have any strings attached i think they're more that they're more viable to do something like that in their 20s opposed to their 30s or 40s yeah but that's just me I can see that, but I, I think she probably just needs to visit like her local swingers club, sex club, mm-hmm. something like that. Find a woman who just wants some girl on girl action, have fun that night, go on with her business. You know, maybe exchange 
contact information just in case she needs to pick me up or midweek, you mm-hmm. know, and just keep it casual. Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, coming up next, horny men with a secret COVID fetish paid this model about $4,000 a month to cough and sneeze on FaceTime. And Americans admit that they prefer self-pleasure over sex. And that's correspondence to May being National Masturbation Month. Uh, we are Sexy Deviant Uncensored, and we'll be right back. It's Sexy Deviant Uncensored. Follow us on all social media, Sexy Deviant Uncensored. Things not taken out of context. And lo and behold, it was a glory hole. The sucker was doing actually a good job. I tell you, I like to put popsicles up my ass while I put red hots in my pussy. I feel like the popsicles is the safest one because if it does get stuck in there, it's going to melt. Things not taken out of context. Uh, welcome back. We are Sexy Deviant Uncensored. We are your host, JR, and with me, the Deviant Whisperer. We have Mr. X. Uh, follow us on all social media, SXYDVT. And again, if you want to join the show or email us, please email us. Um, and share personal stories or whatnot at show at SXYDVT.com. Um, so coming up, 
Um, we have a OnlyFans model or an online girl or a webcam girl that shares her secret COVID fetish. Uh, not really a COVID fetish, but a lot of the guys that um, ask for her, they have this COVID fetish. And Americans admit that they prefer self-pleasure over sex. So I'm going to start it off with this uh, OnlyFans model. So a former uh, girl, she's making thousands during the pandemic offering FaceTime calls to horny men with a secret COVID fetish. Uh, the former uh, model and former footballer's wife star, Holly McGuire, who's 42 years old, says that she has regular guys who ask her to sneeze and cough on camera for up to 20 minutes at a time, or even ask her to wear a face mask throughout their Stevie calls. How much are how much are they paying per session? Uh, usually, uh, so business has been booming, and she's like I said, a webcams girl, OnlyFans model since the COVID outbreak. Uh, so usually, usually, um, despite the new trend, she could actually rake in about. 500 pounds which you know comes to about 700 dollars american in one day so mm -hmm. it, is she dressed like seductively i mean is she in the mm -hmm. bed and the hot tub and the shower mm -hmm. what is she, like where is she when she's sneezing into the camera and coughing yeah uh, so this is the thing, though. Um, so all of them might require something a little different. So, uh, for example, uh, one time she thought that she misheard some of the guys. Uh, but I guess having masks becomes, people, you know, part of people's lives. So some guys like seeing the girls wearing them. Uh, some like more exotic, elegant coverings, whereas others like the basic tissue style that they could rip easily. And they could just be in a regular room. Uh, they could be in the bathroom. Uh, or they could just be on the couch or something like that. But as long as that they're wearing a mask... Uh, that's all they want in their fantasy. <laughs> so how, how did that conversation start? Hey, baby, what you got on? Yeah. <laughs> wear my mask. <laughs> wear my mask, you know, a little bit of a top. I don't know. Uh, so uh, there's actually, she has actually one guy that who likes regular role play. And he is a germaphobe and likes me to whisper very quietly during the conversations. So, um, so when he brings a phone closer to his face... So while she's whispering, right when he brings it close to her face or to his face, he'll she'll cough on the phone or directly sneeze at the phone while he has the phone directly in his face. Wow. Yeah. People, I mean, yo, hey, if it gets you off, it gets you off more and more. I salute you. But, <laughs> yeah. just that, but, that, but that whole process, it's like, hey, baby, baby, I'm wearing the N95. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> All right. Uh, and then another thing is, though, sometimes when she has trouble sneezing, because you really can't sneeze on demand like that, uh, she'll have a pepper shaker and she'll just kind of sniff that and then sneeze on the on the you know on the microphone or whatever or on the phone. So is she promoting? Go get your COVID shot. <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> or is she raw dogging it? She, yeah, right. <laughs> Oh man! He's like, I don't want a vaccine. Screw that. Mm -mm. Come, come get uh, all this COVID loving, baby. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> so the wackiest request um, I had was from someone who wanted me to eat cream cakes. So I didn't have one. So a custard tart would have to do. Uh, but all this while wearing a mask and getting mask covered in the pastry and cake for about fifteen minutes. Yeah, that was that was a request, man. Yeah. Did she does she sell her mask, her used mask? Do she sell them to him? 
Uh, you know what? Um, someone, uh, I don't know exactly if this woman does it, but I, I know that a lot of women are. I a mean, lot of women, oh, a lot of women are selling their used masks to, to their fans. I mean, you know, if she's selling, well, she's doing private sessions on cam with guys sneezing and coughing, I would think that as a bonus, they say, hey, baby, I'm gonna send you an extra 200 bucks. Send me that mask. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Rub it all over my face. Which strand you got? Which yeah, you got that new strain. Yeah, where you got that COVID twenty girl. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so yeah, it's anything that's slightly taboo and feel that face covering at this focal point is drawn to the eyes, and eyes are can be very expressive and sexy. So the the whole fantasy or the whole role play scenario is mainly covering the face, but looking at the eyes. The eyes could be very seductive and sensual as well for these for these men into these COVID masks uh fetish is i i can see that i'm just trying to figure out how did she like how did she find that niche market like how did she yeah. advertise it like hey well, I... yeah but remember uh, a lot of only fans girls uh whenever you subscribe to them or you're paying for whatever uh they'll do custom videos so um i guarantee you a lot of these men um whenever they're asking for these custom videos um if one guy asked and then there was probably you know a domino effect of these custom videos of face mask or what have you so what prior to her i need to take a class take her class <laughs> <laughs> she hosting workshops <laughs> yeah right exactly <laughs> uh so uh playboy model melissa ho um howie uh 30 years old can earn about a uh, thousand pounds a week or about fifteen hundred dollars american uh doing doing this part-time and she says regular callers who call in on their lunch break and a lawyer uh, rolls down the blinds in his office and has conversations with her in the same manner. Hmm. Okay. She's yeah. snorting. They're putting lines of pepper on the desk and snorting it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then the thing is, though, the same woman, she says, I still find the mask fetish a little strange, uh, but they always ask me to remove it at one point, kind of doing like a strip tease. Okay. So, right. you know, she'll rip off some. She'll rip off some of her clothes and then she'll have that mask last and then she'll just kind of like slowly take off the mask. That's the climax and they just blow their load. <laughs> yeah, right there when she takes it off. Uh, and then uh, the thing is, the online sex work has become the last resort for many uh, when they're left out on much needed uh, COVID relief packages. Um, so they say in Ireland, 50% of female sex workers said that they will still engage in intimate work despite recent COVID surge in january uh this past uh, you know this th earlier this year so uh what they're saying is that yeah you know with covid they have to do things a little bit more digital but they're still willing to go out and actually do these things for men face to face yeah sex is a re recession proof industry i mean people are still having sex regardless of covid is here or when covid is gone people are mm -hmm. still gonna fuck so absolutely absolutely yeah. and uh mr x may is national masturbation month correct yes my favorite month of the year very great month of the year so i'm gonna have a story and then in going on to you the next segment uh you're going to highlight some things uh you know regarding to national masturbation month so uh two and three americans think that they're mind-blowing in bed and they say that they had their best orgasm not with another person but by themselves that's true. I, yeah. I believe it. I, it's true. It's, mm -hmm. you 
<laughs> so the study of 2000 sexually active Americans revealed that the vital role of masturbation plays in their relationships with their bodies and rom uh, romantic liaison and with others. Uh, yeah, they say, uh, you know, three in five confess that they never experienced an orgasm with a partner and only have reached bliss through masturbation. The three of five, I think those are women. I don't think men would say they haven't reached orgasm. Oh yeah, sex. for men, yeah, for men, we, we yeah we could orgasm pretty easy, so it's yeah, not even yeah. it's not even a joke. So, uh, forty four percent even credited masturbation for a life of epiphany or aha moment, uh, to a almost like a shower revelation, revelation oh, yeah. almost. Yeah, <laughs> my like, bad. You're horny. You're you're searching through your your the different websites trying to find that perfect video, and then yep. you find it, you rub it out, and then you're like. What the fuck did I just do? Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's the epiphany. Like I'm a freak freak. <laughs> yeah, you're like, what am I doing? You look at yourself in the mirror and just hate yourself. I can't believe I just watched that. I'm gonna put my browser <laughs> in incognito mode next time. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta throw your phone away after that or whatever, your laptop. Uh so most people prefer it. So sixty percent of those who polled would rather masturbate than have sex with a partner. And research, uh, research conducted by one poll on behalf of the Lilo for Masturbation Month in May found that respond, uh, the respondents currently in a relationship, 7 in 10 are helping themselves after sex with their partner due to lackluster experiences. So, yeah, you might be right that those 7 out of 10 might be women. Mm-hmm. You know? The thing is, like, masturbation, it... it... It's like you already know what you like as far as you you know how you like to be touched, grabbed, stroked, mm -hmm. whatever your your method is. Mm -hmm. It's it's less of a headache. You're not trying to figure figure things out. You're mm -hmm. not trying to you're not you don't have to you don't have that anxiety of pleasing your partner because yeah. the only person you're trying to please is yourself. Yeah, absolutely. And then you know it's it's amazing. You feel mm -hmm. great. During and afterwards. <laughs> uh, absolutely, yeah. Uh, and and uh, seventy one percent cited that masturbation helped them communicate with partners about their preferences in the bedroom. So, yeah, that's how, that's how you know what you like. You know, particularly mm -hmm. women. You know, to know where your your spot is. You know, so you know how to tell your partner here, touch me there, lick yeah. me there. You know, do this. And I, and I think when you're when you're masturbating, a lot of the time you're just fantasizing too, right? Yes. So you're mm -hmm. like thinking about things that you want to do or have done in the past. Mm -hmm. And I think that kind of opens up the gateway to liking things in the bedroom or trying things out in the bedroom as well. Yeah, because it and heightens your arousal, and then you're you know just that th whole thought process, and you're like, oh my god, that turned me on so much. Like my orgasm was out of this roof compared to when I'm with my partner or with somebody else. Mm -hmm. Ab absolutely, yep. Uh, so the thing is, though. Three and four now think masturbation as a healthy, but there are still lingering misconceptions, right? 63% said that there are still negative connotations associated with not male, but female masturbation and pleasure. Does that make sense? So uh, a lot of people still still think negatively about women masturbating. Why not? They should. Uh, I think I it's, mean, yeah, it's those old school, probably uh, uber religious or, you know, whatever uh, type people that think that female orgasm or female masturbation is, is a negative thing. They need to go kick rocks. I mean, there are so many sex toys and things out there for women. You know, you better rub that clit, do whatever you like. <laughs> <laughs> Sit on the washing machine, pull, pull down that shower head, pull out a brush, whatever it takes, do it. Uh-huh. Oh, and I actually got a stat about that. 46% have purchased a sex toy as part of their 
exploration, but a third of those respondents prefer to keep their toy used to just themselves. So 46% have purchased a sex toy, um, with probably self-exploration, but also with the partner. Okay. You know, they they want to have the partner use the toy on them, and you know, and all that and all that jazz. But a third of those respondents prefer to keep their toy and just use it for themselves. Like kind of like they don't want to use it with their partner; they just, just want to use the toy for them. That's personal, selfish. Personal that's selfish. Thing. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, that is selfish. I mean, if you have a toy and it, it works for you, and you it's one of your favorite toys, pull it out with your partner. Like you know. You know, I like mm. it. You put that here. You know, this is what I do in my private. Time. Let's try it out. Yeah, let's try it out. Exactly. But the thing is, though, three and five are about sixty-six, sixty-one percent said their partner wouldn't approve to use the toy, even if they did want to use the toy. Their partner wouldn't approve of using it because they're intimidated. I mean, yeah, come probably, on now. Yeah. You know, some guys who are not that great and helping their their girl achieve orgasm yeah he's about to compete with hitachi one the dolphin like all these different yeah. gadgets out there i mean of course mm. he, he's gonna feel lesser of a man because this thing that's operating nah, on batteries or a lithium it's gonna get her <laughs> yeah, <off exactly>. <laughs> two minutes <laughs> where he can't even yeah, figure right. out what she likes <laughs> <laughs> my thing is though if you're using that toy that wand or whatever mm -hmm. if she's orgasming i want her to look at me in the face and in my eye and say this is what i'm doing to you remember this face she, she you know will. what i mean she, she can i mean it, it's communication between the two i mean yeah you... i'm like it's not really my penis but it's like my hand and and this uh artificial penis that's making you orgasm but it's me technically that's it's doing still this. you i mean you're still involved <laughs> in it so, so i don't think yeah. she'll take away the fact that you're you're there i think it enhances to where now you're making it about her i say sex is like you know religious people tend to say it's for procreation i say it's for recreation and when it comes to achieving orgasm if you can help your partner achieve the orgasm quicker you win so it's not yeah. how you did it or what you used to get them yeah. there it's that you got them there and now they've achieved orgasm you gave it to them then I mean, you won. You got more brownie points in your, you know, in your bag. So now it's like, yo, babe, you fucked the shit out of me. That was great. Yeah. And last but not least, others use toys by themselves because they prefer it that way, which is about fifty-nine percent. While fifty-seven percent confess that they don't even want their partner to know that they have a toy. I know a few people who have women who have sex toys and they are, they like to keep it on the low, you know, they hide it in the yeah. nightstand or whatnot. Oh, that's just the back yeah. massager. It's like, no, nah, I know what that is. But you know, I, I think like <laughs> what you said earlier, in some cases, yeah. some people feel that they'll be judged by it, you know, cause we look yeah. at women. Have you mm -hmm. And I think, uh, your nightstand is the worst place to it, you're not even hiding it at that point you want somebody <laughs> to catch it exactly did you ever see yeah i think you were the one that sent it to me remember when there was that kid that ended up finding the toy in our in his mom's uh nightstand <laughs> and uh they're recording him and he was saying what do you got and it was like it was like a it was like a big purple dildo and he was using that like a lightsaber he's like i found a lightsaber and he's like wow wow <laughs> <laughs> and that's what i'm saying you gotta if you're gonna have a toy in your house don't leave it in the nightstand the kids are gonna find it easy so well I, it's almost I, like a loaded gun you know 
Yeah, but keep it accessible because I mean, when you're in the when you're in the moment, you don't want to have to go search for it. It's just you teach your kids to keep their ass out the parents' nights. <laughs> yeah, right. Like, get your ass out of my room. Too. Exactly. Yeah. You go play with your own toys. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. Put a child lock on it. <laughs> See, right. Uh, so, with correspondence debate to May being National Masturbation Month, uh, we have coming up sexy time with Mr. X. Uh, so, stay tuned for that. We'll be right back. We are sexy, deviant, uncensored. It's sexy, deviant, uncensored. Follow us on all social media, Sexy Deviant Uncensored. Stuck in the past watching videos of us. I have been trying to get rid of your stuff But voices in my head are telling me to stop It's all I have left, all I have of you Thought I was more than a body to hold, baby I wanted you, wanted us to be something more I was so sure, let my guard down for you Baby, why'd you have to love me, love me like that? I gave you my heart and you tore it apart Don't know why you had to hurt me, hurt me like that Cause now I'm messed up, drinking non-stop Just trying to forget you and everything we said But I can't seem to get these thoughts out of my head Baby, why'd you have to love me, love me like that Love me like that Oh, staying inside in my bed all day long Listening to sad songs and feeling so low Thinking about you and where we went wrong Cause I wanna know why you let me go Thought I was more than a body to hold, baby I wanted you, wanted us to be something I was so sure, let my guard down for you Baby, why'd you have to love me, love me like that? I gave you my heart Tore it apart. Don't know why you had to hurt me, hurt me like that. Cause now I'm messed up, drinking nonstop, just trying to forget you and everything we said. But I can't seem to get these thoughts out of my head. Baby, why'd you have to love me, love me like that, love me like that? Oh. And we're back. You're listening to Sexy Deviant Uncensored. Follow us on all social media, SXYDVT. We are your host, your crew. I am Mr. X, the Deviant Whisper, and then we have JR in the studio. You know, yeah. May is the, is, you know, we're honoring National Masturbation Month, you know, mm -hmm. the best month of the year. Mm -hmm. And, you know, last, last week we talked about techniques and tips how to you know, enhance the moment for women. And even some men could use some of those tips. Well, yeah. you know, earlier in the show, we talked about sex toys. Mm -hmm. So why not talk about how you can make them at home? You can make, wait, you can make homemade sex toys? Yes, you can. You know, if you're tight on your budget or you're if you're embarrassed to go buy them, why not make them at home? You know, you know what's kind of funny? When I was in jail for like a couple of weeks 
and uh, <laughs> don't ask me why. But uh, the second time I was in jail, it was a couple of weeks. And when I was in there, um, these guys were making these thing, things called fifis. And it was literally basically like hot water balloons and then like a towel wrapped around it and it simulated a vagina. Yes, and that and, is actually on the list. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. So, so go ahead. Yeah. No, no. Go tell us more. <laughs> I'll tell, <laughs> tell you more. Yeah, and like, and I was like, I was, you know, I was in, I was in county with guys that were gonna be there for like six, seven months. I'm like, yo, you, y'all can't wait six, seven months. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, y'all can't wait six, seven months in order for you to have sex. You got to make like, you know, man-made pocket pussies and stuff like that to get off. You're, we're, <laughs> we're in county, guys. Well, sometimes it's to enhance the moment, to make it a little bit better, you know, make it yeah. fun. It's self-love. So, you know, why not treat yourself to, you know, an elaborate piece of tool or device to increase your pleasure? Mm, okay. All right. You know, so, you know, as you said, the Fifi, it's, you know, it could be considered a towel and a glove. So if you're at home, this is how you can make one. Mm -hmm. So you're going to take a towel. Mm -hmm. You know, you can use a beach towel, a hand towel. I would say probably a hand towel. Probably the softest. Yeah, yeah, probably the softest towel you could find, right? You know, mm -hmm. you don't want you, one of those like rugged sandpaper towels on it. From the dollar store? <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, you, you can, you know, it, it all depends if you don't like it wet. <laughs> you like yeah, wet yeah. texture. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> so, you, so you roll the towel into like a tube shape. Yeah. And then you take a rubber glove and you put it in the inside. You insert the glove in the inside of the, the towel that you just rolled up. Yeah. With leaving the opening out facing you. Ah, okay. Yeah. So then you put a, you know, you use a rubber band or something to secure the glove mm -hmm. over the towel. Mm -hmm. Add lube and go to town. Oh, okay. All right. That sounds simple enough. Yeah, it's simple. And, you know, it. It's one of those things you make it and you can get rid of it, so you don't you leave no evidence for anyone. Uh so it's uh so <laughs> so what is it like a, a disposable fucking pocket pee? Yeah, it's a throwaway. Yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah. And if somebody asks you why you got all these rubber gloves in the trash, you just say you know you've been cleaning. Yeah, cleaning. Yeah, doing uh doing surgeries. Mm -hmm. Something yeah. like that. Yeah, and if you don't want to be creative or if you're lazy. Why not go in the kitchen and get a sandwich bag? Oh, wait, wait. You could do this with a sandwich bag, too? Yes. With, just with the sandwich bag. You can take a Ziploc bag or mm -hmm. whatnot. You ruffle it up so it has a little texture. Yeah. Add lube and go to town. Uh, see, my thing, the problem is with the sandwich bag, I don't like um, my, my food items or anything that involves food around my penis. So uh, anything that's like, what, food bags or... Um, some people use uh, coconut oil for masturbation. Uh, yeah, if it, if I could digest it, I don't want it near my penis. Well, I mean, you know, coconut oil is, is a good moisturizer. Yeah, yeah, that's what I heard. So, so you can cook with it and you can put it on your skin, just like you can do the same with grapeseed oil. Grapeseed oil, you could use uh, grapeseed oil for masturbation? Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Give it a try. <laughs> no, nah, all right. <laughs> <laughs> I'll think about it. <laughs> or, you know, if you, you know, if you don't want to make you a Fifi and you like JR, you don't want to use a sandwich bag. Mm -hmm. Why not a stuffed toy? Uh, see, and that's another problem. I don't want to get, you know, my kid's stuffed toy and start banging it, you know? 
It doesn't have to be your kids. You can go get okay. one yourself. You know, as a gift. You know, if people give you birthday gifts, Christmas gifts, a little yeah. stuffed teddy bear for Valentine's Day. Yeah. You know, um, have you ever seen? Was it that you sent sent me that video that it was um, when they were making toys, they go it from the ass end. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so like, if they're like making like a lion or something like that, like the at like the lion's ass, mm -hmm. they have to put it on this like really long bar that shoots out the, uh, the stuffing. The, the stuffing inside so they're just like jerking it and, and <laughs> so it's a reverse motion yeah. instead of instead of you well instead of stuffing it with stuffing you're stuffing it with you oh okay yeah for sure yeah yeah i feel like that hole would be way too big for for my penis well you can cut it to your size no oh, okay gotcha yeah gotcha, yeah gotcha. because you know if it's a stuffed toy it's you know it's it's sealed all the way up yeah. Just take a pocket knife or whatnot. Cut, mm -hmm. cut the the you know how big you want your hoe. Yeah. Put a condom on and lube up and go to town. So you, do you lube up the condom or do you lube up the 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 toys uh, uh, orifice? I would say you probably need to lube up the inside of the condom. The so inside that, of the condom. Yeah. So that you can glide in and out of the condom because if you put the lube on the outside of the condom, you can ruin the stuffed toy. And then you uh, leave an evidence and people will know like, well, you know, what's going on with this little oily around this hole? <laughs> but like, let's be honest here. Like, why are you keeping a set? Like, why are you keeping a, a doll or a, or a toy? You know, I think one or two uses of that toy after you fuck that toy, I think you should throw that toy away. Yeah, you, you can. I mean, go to the dollar store and then you just, you know, put it on the shelf or something like it's part of the decorations in the room. Nobody, yeah. nobody would know. Uh, yeah, this gives a whole new meaning to Toy Story. I mean, anytime <laughs> I watch Toy Story and Andy's fucking these toys, like that'd be, that'd be my worst nightmare. Hey, he's getting it in though. Yeah, he is. Yeah, because you know, because you know, overtime, Andy has to be like twenty now. You know what I'm saying? And he still has all those toys. You know, he's fucked one of them. Probably so, but if he didn't, because of his friends, he can go in the kitchen and get some water and cornstarch. Water and cornstarch—that's another way to do this. This is another way to do it. So what you would do, you'll find a glass. So this requires using a glass, water, and cornstarch. So you take the glass, you make sure it's big enough so it can fit your penis, mm -hmm. and then you add water and about a 100 milligrams of cornstarch. You mix them together, you microwave the mixture, and then you take it out, let it cool, and then you poke a hole in it and you go to town. That's too much work, you know? You gotta put cornstarch, you gotta measure things out and throw things in the microwave and but wait, with the 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 the, the cornstarch though, it gives you a simulate. Cause what what does that what does that do? I know cornstarch feels weird, but when you add water to it, doesn't it make it like almost like a paste? Yeah, like a paste or a putty. Ah, gotcha, gotcha. So you're basically fucking putty. Yeah, well, it's a science ex experiment. So you're learning and you're getting off at the same time. Ah, gotcha. Okay. That, See, that so you're sense. not wasting your time. I'm not even mad at that. I'm not even, <laughs> yeah, I'm not even angry. If you're learning something while having sex, then I, I'm, I'm cool with it. And then again, it's something you have in your kitchen and it's a throwaway. So mm -hmm. you don't have to worry about somebody finding it in your nightstand or somewhere in your room. Ah, true. Yeah, no, absolutely. Absolutely. I'm cool with those one-time use uh, masturbation toys, you know, because there's no evidence every time. But, you know, it, I would say if you have a pocket pussy or a sex toy you leave it out at the conversation piece <laughs> yeah right yeah you're coming by and then like your 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 aunt is like oh my god what is this this looks so interesting well that's my pocket pussy aunt yeah. Joy. or you know like because 
like fleshlight. The fleshlight, it looks like a flashlight. So you can leave it on your nightstand and no one will know unless they know what a flashlight is. Yeah. And so like the, big... the electric, yeah, until the electricity cuts off and you're trying to use it. <laughs> or the electrician comes in to figure out what's going on with your electricity. Yeah. <laughs> and right. He picks it up and it's like, and he picks it up and he's like, oh, here's your flashlight. Let me see if I could, uh, if I could see anything in here with this flashlight. Mm -hmm. and it, it starts vibrating when you turn on. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, the the next two things that I have, I would never try this, but I would mm -hmm. want somebody to try this and tell me the story, you know, their experience. Mm -hmm. Okay, the first one is the banana. Mm -hmm. And we're not talking about putting the banana up your butt. Mm. Talking about using the peelings of a banana. So you can, you know, you're having breakfast, you make you a protein shake or whatnot. Yeah. You take the banana out and you have the pills and you jerk off with it. So you put your dick in the inside of it and squeeze and rub one out. You you say you take out the inside of the banana, yeah, but you're you only need... using the peel, so you're only using the the membrane essentially. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Okay. Um I don't know how to feel about that one. Because that I feel like that one's too messy. I, I agree with you. I would think that, it's too that, messy. That that one might be a little too messy, but you know, a lot of the time, masturbation is messy unless you don't have like a towel or like well, a, yeah, a, a, like a napkin or something like that. Yeah, there's always a mess when you masturbate. Yeah, they, yeah, there's yeah. Sometimes it's it's just too much, but mm -hmm. I feel like that's even messier because like, all right, think about it. You got to grab this banana peel. You got to use the banana inside before it goes bad, and then you're gonna blend it up, eat it, whatever, put it on your oatmeal. And then now you got this banana peel, okay? And then the banana peel still has those membranes mm -hmm. that, you know, and, and the thing is, you know, whenever you peel a banana, you take off the stringy part, mm -hmm. sometimes it stays on the peel, you know? And, yeah, you start having sex with that peel, then you're going to get all that, you know, but membrane <laughs> stuff all over your penis. That, that doesn't seem like fun. And then after you're done, it's like, all right, now I got a mess and I smell like bananas. But the thing is, too, you got to look at it is you're being very resourceful. You're not putting any you're not letting anything go to waste. So you use, you eat the banana. Yeah. And then you use the pill before you throw it away. I guess, man. But when the, most people use the peel for what is it? Compost. OK, mm -hmm. uh, they don't use it for having sex with with banana peels. I mean. You can, can you can still probably. Yeah. 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 You can use it as compost, though. But then you have the come and then like, you know, all right, well. This is like my cum compost. <laughs> like, <laughs> so you know, you're trying like to bleach. <laughs> yeah, like you're trying to plant things with it, but it also has your cum. Like, it's not, yeah. Flowers coming out looking like you. <laughs> I am not the father. <laughs> I'm not the father of the flower. Yeah, and finally, I have a candy that you can use. Can you guess what that candy is? Candy that you can use for masturbation? Mm hmm. Hmm. It, unless you have a really small penis, I was gonna say lightsabers, like because you know it has a hole in the middle. Mm -hmm. That's really small. Yeah, that's a really small. But they, you know, there's micro penises out there. Yeah, there are, and they and, need love uh, too. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, and then um, the only thing, if it's not a candy, I would say kind of like a food substance. Uh, kind of taking it back to the American Pie way. I was thinking about uh, one of those Hostess or little Debbie cakes. Mm -hmm. You know, heat those things up like the chocolate cakes and just like, you know, and it has like a nice filling on the inside. Mm -hmm. Heat it up for like five, ten seconds until it's nice and warm and you bang the cake, right? Mm -hmm. No, maybe. That's that's not it. No. No. Gummy bears. Gummies. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> that, that's so sticky, though. 
I know. Well, what you do with it, you don't you don't warm it up or whatnot. You put it in a a, a jar, something that you can fit your dick in, and then you use lube and you're like, you, you make sure it's packed in there so you can you know get that cushion. Yeah. And more pushing for the cushion. Mm. More cushion for the pushing. <laughs> okay. All right. So uh, stuff the gummy bears in there. But I feel like the gummy bears would be too hard for your penis to fit in there for it could be like a nice traction or a nice like, you know, nice, easy entrance. Um, I, I think it would give it like a rigid feel. Like if you, you, can, you you're still going to make a hole so you can slide in there. You're not, yeah. not going to pack it too tight. You're still going to pack it around the perimeter of whatever, you, whatever you're using, whatever type of can or whatnot, a cup. Yeah. yeah. That's another, I mean. That's another, yeah, that's another masturbation tactic. Um, I'm going to be honest with you, Mr. X. Uh, the one with the gummy bears was my least favorite. <laughs> uh, if, any, if, if anything, out of all those things, even though I thought the, the banana peel one was really messy, I'll probably try the banana peel out. Yeah, I, I would try the banana. Yeah. I would try the banana. Yeah. I, I have tried the sandwich bag Yeah. before, and this one I was much younger. You yeah, know, you take a sandwich bag, you put it in between your mattress, and mm-hmm. then you put like at the time I didn't have lube, I just had lotion. Yeah, and you like hump the bed or the couch or whatever, so you apply pressure, so it's yeah. tight, and you can go in and out. Ah, yeah. all right. So all I've right. tried that before. The one with the bed though, um, the the weight of the bed doesn't hurt. No. On on your member. Mm-mm. I got a king size mattress, and that thing is pretty heavy, so I would be scared that 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 thing would just crush my penis. Well, it, it it you may think think it will, but it doesn't. Ah, it doesn't. Okay. Or, or you can use a couch. You know the cushions in the couch. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That works out too. That's another option. I got leather couches, so I don't know how that will feel. You know, that's actually another thing you can do too. It's one I did not. It didn't make the list, but you can use a leather couch with lube. I have a leather couch as well, but I would be afraid of using the silicone lube on my leather, leaving that that wet looking spot like an oily pattern on the yeah, couch. yeah so i would be fearful of that so so yeah you gotta like oil up the whole couch in order for you to, <laughs> <laughs> for in order for you to like make it look all even and nobody noticed <laughs> yeah and then your guest is like well, your couch is shiny yeah your couches are so oily <laughs> so yeah that's just just that's um i i treated it with some oil some leather yeah. treat yeah. some leather treatment man-made mm-hmm. leather treatment Yes, and those are the DIYs for making your own sex toy at home if you're too embarrassed to go buy one or if you're just, it's not in your budget. Mm. And we'll be back. It's Sexy Deviant Uncensored. Things not taken out of context. I think the whole feet thing is creepy. I think it's best if she has bad feet to save that for last. Uh, for me, I'm I'm pretty quick with it. I'm just like, I only got five minutes. Let me find the nastiest thing I can find on the internet. Things not taken out of context. i 
to Sexy Divid Uncensored, the one-stop shop to get you off. We are your host. Um, I am the one and only Mr. X, and we have JR in the studio. I want to thank everyone for tuning in to this week's show. It was a, an amazing show. Mm-hmm. And, and, and like all, you know, in honor of National Masturbation Month, which is my favorite. Well, I would say it's it should be everybody's favorite. Yeah. You know, like in the in the in the show with a sexy song mm-hmm. and this song i'm gonna actually take it back you know the last few shows we had a very sensual song you know we had a little janet we had fka twigs we had a little neo i'm gonna take this song back to the 80s because you know our parents our grandparents were sexual at some point because if they weren't we wouldn't be here right? yeah mm-hmm. and you know they listen to our music nowadays and they say Oh, turn it off. It's perverted. You know, it's not good for your ears. We would never listen to that. Mm-hmm. Well, I call bullshit. Mm-hmm. This song right here to me is dear to my heart. This song is filled with words of inspiration and encouragement. I'm going to get serious. This song should motivate you to do your best. And it's off his Dr. CC album. Clarence Carter said it best on his record, which is stroking down. Wait, <laughs> wait, this is this has to be a joke. I'm sorry. I'm no, sorry. No, 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 no. This is a real song. Not, not Clarence Carter. Yes, it is. It is. Clarence Carter. Clarence Carter. Same, same guy. <laughs> <laughs> and he told us he'd be stroking. All right. All right. Let's do it, Clarence. When I start making love. I don't just make love, I be stroking. 
that's what I be doing. All right. I like this. All day. Have you ever made love just before breakfast? Yeah, with a banana. Yeah, we have for sure. Have you ever made love while you watch the late late show? Oh yeah, for sure. Well, let me ask you this: Have you ever made love on a couch? Oh yeah, I think all of us have. Well, let me ask you this: Have you ever made love on the back? Seat of a car. Oh yeah, first time. I, I remember one time I made love on the back seat of a car, and the police came and shined his light on me, and I said, "I'm stroking." <laughs> there we go. I, 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 I live that. I be stroking. <laughs> I stroke it to the east, and I stroke, I stroke it to the, the left. I stroke it to the woman that I love the best. This is very catchy. About a few months. Did you make love yesterday? Nope. Did you make love last week? Nah, not mm -mm. negative to myself. Did you make love last year? Yeah, last year for sure. Or maybe it might be that you're planning on making love tonight. To myself. When you start making love, you you make it hard, mm -hmm. long, soft, short, and be stroking. Mm -hmm. I be stroking. All right. I stroke it to the east, and I stroke it to the west, and I stroke it to the woman that I love the best. I be stroking. Mm -hmm. Very catchy. Love to my woman. I don't stop until I know she's satisfied. Recreation sport, get her out first. Yeah. I can always tell when she gets satisfied. Because when she gets satisfied, she start calling my name. Oh no. There it is. Oh shit, Clarence Carter. Kiss Carter, kiss Carter. Stroking my woman, and it got so good to her. You know what she told me? What'd she tell you? Tell you what she told me. Yeah, well, let me know. She said, Stroke a class Carter, but don't stroke so fast. If my stuff ain't tight enough, you can stick it up my oh, I be so oh. <laughs> Clarence Carter, you naughty boy. I be stroking. He was up in it. Yeah, he was getting in there.
Very catchy song. I'm impressed how much that song rhymed. I know. It's a good show. I mean, it's a good song. It's a good song. And I stroke it to the south and I do it with my... Something like that. <laughs> and that is our show. Follow us on social media, XSYDVT. Tune in next week as we're going to have another action-packed show for all of our deviants, all of our freaks, and all of our kinksters out there. And again, since it's master, <laughs> National Masturbation Month, go stroke it. Yeah, Clarence Carter, Clarence Carter, Clarence, Clarence, Clarence Carter, Clarence Carter. <laughs> It's sexy, deviant, uncensored. Come explore your kinks and fetishes with a sexy, deviant crew.